So I guess essentially what I'm getting at with all this is, I mean, the aviation industry already seems to have a bit of a setup to really support women and to understand that we do not have limitations and we are not less workers just because we are in fact females. And I know that that's a pretty heavy presence in a lot of other industries that we're into. Um, we, we just don't have that in aviation quite as much. Like I said, you'll always run into people that think that women don't belong in these blue collar jobs, but I mean, what do they know? Nothing, because we're obviously proving them wrong every day. So um, we have the setup, we have the support. We just need to draw women into this industry. And I cannot for the life of me figure out why if we have the support there, and we have women that want to do these jobs, why we are not in this industry. So, I, I mean, I'm starting to think a lot of it comes down to awareness as well. I didn't even know about aviation as, like, a job option until I was 22 years old. So, like, if you don't think about it, if you don't grow up thinking, hey, someday I'm going to work on planes, you're not going to go do it. So we, we really need to start pulling younger girls into these kinds of jobs and saying hey you can do this you can go fix airplanes you know that is an option out there if you want to do that by the way you can do it just as well as any man out there honestly some people think better but we're not going to lean too hard on that so (laughs) um anyways i just i mean we need to we need to really get more exposure to the aviation industry out there especially to girls um We need to get more of us, even at any stage of our life, at uh, a young age, fresh out of school, second career option, whatever. We need to get women to come into this industry. It's an amazing industry. I mean, if you actually look at the history of aviation, we wouldn't even be where we are today in this industry without women. Women were such a heavy presence in aviation through the wartime and I mean World War One and World War Two were such big factors in pushing our technology in aviation to the point of where it was I mean somebody figured out we could fly we did everything we friggin could to get ourselves to go as high as fast as just awesome as possible as we could up in those skies and so much of that is on the shoulders of women through especially World War II. I mean, Rosie the Riveter didn't come out of nowhere, guys. Like, that was that was a real thing. That was women working every day in those factories, building those planes. It was only women because we didn't have men to work. They got those planes up there. We kicked ass with them, and out of it, we got one of the best, like, I wouldn't really say role model. I guess, she, you know what? She was a role model. She was a real woman that all of those posters were based off of. She was an incredible role model for people. I I looked up to the whole ideal of Rosie the Riveter through my entire time in school. I still love the idea of it. My daughter's middle name is Rose, for goodness sake. <laughs> like we've already we've already established ourselves in this industry once and for some reason we all left. We all left the hangars. We all left the airplanes. <laughs> And we need to come back. We need to come back. We need to kick ass. We need to fix these things. We need to show everyone that women are just as strong and powerful 
in these industries as every other one and aviation is a great way to do it because i mean it's a phenomenal industry nobody can I guess um, a really good example of the support that uh, just my crew lead himself gives at work would be um, last week. Uh, last week we were doing. Last week we were doing a pretty, pretty hectic job. It's always the same thing. It's it's something that we do. I've done it probably like hundreds of times now since I've started working for this company specifically because it's just almost an everyday thing with at least one of the planes that are being worked on uh they come in they get opened up we inspect everything everything gets fixed that needs to get fixed it gets put back together now we work in an environment that is high stress fast pace go 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 Things can get messy, things can get disorganized, and for whatever damn reason, putting things back together just never goes quite as smoothly as we would like it to. It's just, it just never does. We try, we have a million things that we do, and it just, it just never goes as quickly as we need it to go, getting things put back into place, and anyway, so this time around, Last week, we had two or three crews split up between the front of the plane and the back of the plane. We had one girl on my crew, me, and one girl on one of the other crews. And we happened to be separated, one in the front and one in the back. And the rest of the guys were just split up between us. So because, I mean, we weren't technically the most senior people working of those people, but we are the people that are the most familiar with this particular job. We've done it a lot. We understand the paperwork. We know the procedures that go with it. We're just more experienced with this particular job. So my boss had kind of set it up so that I was kind of dealing with kind of keeping everyone in check in the back and actually the girl in the front was dealing with stuff in the front. So that was great. It was awesome. Um, I knew that she was up there, so I didn't have to even deal with, like, going up there at all. I just dealt with what I was supposed to deal with. Awesome. So everything went fast. Everything was clean. Everything was done, honestly, within, like, one shift, except for a few minor uh, ends that had to be tied up. And that's just, like, for that to even happen in one shift is, I, I don't... You have to actually do this stuff to understand how awesome that is. But that's just not a common experience. It's normally only a couple shifts (laughs) um so my boss was needless to say incredibly happy when he came back and found out that everything was done like at the end of the day he comes to check up on stuff and see where we're at and we're like we're done and he was he was thrilled and the first thing he said was he stops and he looks at everyone and he goes power of the woman and I'll never forget that because it just it was so nice to have that like quick little second of recognition and I don't know. It's just sweet to have somebody, like, acknowledge that because, I mean, like I said, our job is really high stress and my boss never hesitates to, like, stop and say, you know what, you did a great job or whatever. He doesn't care if he's looking at a man or a woman or what. It's just he's always the first person to show his appreciation for the work that was done. And then having him take it that step further and being like, you know, 
things went that much faster and that much smoother because we had two girls running the shows. It was kind of nice. It was awesome. So that was my five-year-old daughter. Um, She's a whole lot of fun, and I've pretty much had her exposed to all of this since I, oh gosh, how old was she when I started going to school? One? She was about one years old when I started going to school, so it's been about four years for her that she's been around this whole world of fixing airplanes, so, um, however, when I was younger, when I was a little kid, um, in my particular situation, I was just raised in a very gender-typical environment, um, I mean, we always knew that women could do more difficult jobs, of course, and that we had the ability to do anything a man could do. I just, I didn't have any real, like, role models in my life that did anything like that, and I don't know, there just, there was no real push to get involved in anything maintenance-wise or anything that wasn't the stereotypical female work. So it's always been really important to me, though, for those reasons to raise my girls right from the start being exposed to my career. Eva, like I said, was about a year old when I started in this, and she's always been very, very aware of what I was doing. And Amelia, I mean, she spent the first seven and a half months of her life in the hangar with me, and as soon as she's old enough to really start understanding what she's doing, she's going to be getting involved just like Eva did. I've already got her her own little tool bench and everything. It's got a drill press. It's got a hammer. It's, she has fun with it. She doesn't know what she's doing yet, but she has fun with it. So Eva has a very deep interest in aviation. Um, I think mostly because of obviously my job, but she just, because of that, she's uh, just loved getting her hands involved in almost anything. And now it's Spin over into my truck. Mommy just bought a new truck this past summer, and she I've had to do some work on it, obviously, and she has been every single time that thing gets jacked up, she is right there with me, and she has to be involved in everything that I do, which is fine. It's great. I love seeing her do that, and it's just going to encourage her to continue to be like that, I hope, when she's older. Um, so, like, I mean, the aviation industry is I mean, it's lacking our female our female presence pretty heavily um there's i forget the numbers are about five percent i think on the maintenance side working on the floor fixing planes is, is about five percent women and i think with pilots it's about ten percent of pilots around the world are women so i mean those numbers are not high enough and it's definitely that needs to change but of course being in a career that is male dominated and of the nature that it is i mean there's naturally many men and even some women who have their negative opinions of females being in aviation and we're never going to get away from that but aviation is one field where we've already began to prove ourselves in certain ways and that's already like that showed since I was in school because I mean since I was in school I, I was the only female student in the class of over 20 people I believe and the teacher said every year it's like that there's literally like one girl if any just one but that they always get excited when they see the girl 
come in because they always knew that we were just a little bit more detail oriented with the jobs that we were doing um we brought a little more finesse to the work which is actually i mean you wouldn't think it is uh an awesome skill to have considering i'm working like sheet metal and working with some pretty heavy duty tools sometimes and like whatever it's it's actually pretty helpful to have that little bit of finesse surprisingly and I was I was excited to hear that right from the get because I'm like well that's nice I mean it's um it's definitely nice that I mean with some of the repairs that we do things can get quite complex and having somebody view your skills as like an added bonus instead of instead of looking at you as a woman and saying oh like yeah they might be able to do this but there's all these other things they're not going to be able to do like there's none of that they don't care they just they see you standing there and they see the added skills not for not for physical reasons but mental reasons which is awesome and I mean half of our battle being women is having people understand that we're not incapable because of our physique so I mean battle one there already they don't care that I'm a girl they don't care that I'm standing there all of 100 and freaking 15 20 pounds or whatever at the time um they're like no we don't care you can you can handle the job you've got the tools you can do it but that added little skill that you have that you're gonna bring to it with the mental side of things is also gonna make the job better and they get excited about that because some like I said some of these jobs can get pretty complex and having to do stuff over and over and over again is not ideal in any industry um I mean, I've also even encountered a few men on the hangar floor that are not intimidated or bothered at all by women in the slightest. So, of course, their added support can really shine a light on our work. Um, I'm lucky enough to say that one of these men is my crew lead, actually. He's never limited me in my jobs or work because I was a girl, ever. Um, He was actually incredibly supportive through my pregnancy and didn't hesitate to still give me that a difficult work I mean he'd always ask me if he if he, I thought I could handle it because of the fact that I was pregnant not because he thought I couldn't do it and it was never an issue I mean I was still in there working doing the majority of the same jobs I would have been doing right up to my last day until Matt leave and having somebody look at me like that and know that I can actually still be a part of the team even though I'm like seven and a half months pregnant and a girl like that was that was awesome all right so I thought it would be a good idea to just kind of like take another minute to do one more episode with you guys where it's just me rambling Um, There's just a couple points of aviation that I kind of wanted to touch on before I really dive in with uh, getting involved with all these other girls because we have far too much fun talking and I know that I'm probably going to miss a few key things that I wanted to get out before, before we get too deep into all this. Okay, so I'm here with a very special person today that I thought would be wonderful to share with you guys. So, can you start by telling us what your name is, honey? Please, honey. (laughs) How old are you? 
you say what number that is? Five. Five. So you're in school, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you like to go to school? Yeah. Yeah. Is it fun? Yeah. Okay. What do you want to do when you grow up? Be a pilot. You want to be a pilot? Yeah. Why do you want to do that? Because, because they fly airplanes. Do you think that's super cool? Yeah. Yeah. Airplanes are pretty awesome, aren't they? airplanes a lot yeah do you know what your mommy does for a living at work no you don't know what i do at work every day work on airplanes yeah is that something else you would like to do Uh, learning to drive a truck do you want to learn how to fix airplanes yeah do you want to learn how to fix trucks and cars too yeah. Do you want to drive a big truck like mommy? Yeah. Yeah. I want to have the same size truck as my dad. You want to have the same size truck as your dad? Yeah. Oh. Well, we'll have to get you one that matches ours. Do you like to fix other stuff other than cars and trucks and airplanes? Do you know what that is? What? A van. You like to fix vans? Yeah. What about other stuff, though? Like, do you like to fix stuff in the house? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? What? The TV. You like to fix the TV. It breaks sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you have any tools that you use to fix all your stuff? Only toy ones. Only toy ones? Well, we'll fix that when you're a little older, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll get real ones. What's your favorite tool ever that you use? Hammer. A hammer? Oh, you're just like your mommy. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you very much, Eva. It was nice to talk to you. It was nice to talk to you, too. Okay, say bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.